are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and we have quite the episode today. Going to talk about some off-season drama, why RFEs have not been signed, and what is going on with Vlad Tarasenko. And of course, we do have to congratulate Johnny and Meredith on their very big day. But first, make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames so you never miss an episode. We will be going back to five episodes a week in just a few weeks. So, you know, it's going to be fun. Hockey is right around the corner. So don't forget to subscribe. Make sure your notifications are turned on. However, your favorite podcast platform has you set up. But today, you know, (laughs) I think that there's a lot to talk about. I think that it's kind of... uh, Confuse. I don't want to say confusing, but you know, you're left scratching your head when you talk about this group of RFAs that haven't been signed, traded, dealt, really anything. So before we do that though, before we dive into that, I did just kind of want to talk about the wrap up of the offer sheet saga in Carolina, in Montreal. So the offer sheet is done. The Canes have a new center, and, you know, that that's good for them. You know, I think that uh, he'll fit in fine there, and Montreal found their replacement. They traded for uh, Dvorak, and, uh, you know, good for them. So I think that you should absolutely go listen to Lockdown Canadians. They had Sarah Siv on today, and she's great. The guys and... Laura and Scott from Lockdown Canadians are great, so you can get the whole scoop there as well. But then, like I said, we have to talk about Brady Kachuk, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, uh, Rasmus Dahlin, and Kirill Kaprizov. Um, <laughs> there really haven't been any rumblings of anything um, other than the fact that Quinn Hughes could potentially make a little bit more than $8 million. They're still deciding on term, which I mean, I don't know, it's September. I feel like this stuff should have been like ironed out already, but what do I know? And Brady Kachuk isn't reporting to Ottawa until like he has a deal. I I guess that Ottawa hasn't even really talked to him. Um, I don't know. I feel like you should absolutely be talking to Brady. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that a team would offer sheet him, but if they if they wanted to, I think today would be a fun day to do it because I have nothing to do besides homework. So uh, I just think we could use a little fun drama. But it, what's confusing to me is the fact that like there wasn't some sort of extension done during the season. Um, and I get it. They can't always get done. And it seems like Ottawa has a lot of moving parts. It's just, I don't know. Again, I don't know what Ottawa is doing. So I can't even try to rationalize it. But it's just weird to me that they haven't locked him up yet. Um, And 
Pedersen not being signed is a little bit of a question mark for me. I know that he did miss a majority of last season, if not all of last season, with an injury, and I feel like they're probably worried about the term because of that. Um, I don't know the extent of the injury, and I'm sure that they don't want to overpay him because, well, why on earth would you overpay someone who is underperforming? We've seen it before. And then uh, Darlene is over in Buffalo. I, I don't know where he is right now. I'm assuming he's not in Buffalo. But he's probably like screaming and banging on the glass, begging for a team to get him out of there, begging for a trade, something. And then you have Kaprizov, who, you know, the rumor is like heated up for a while that he was going to the KHL. And then he was going to sign with Minnesota, but not... Um, for not less than $10 million. And then it was $9 million. And then, like, <laughs> the hot stove just turned off completely. And it was so confusing to me. And I talked to Seth from Locked on Wild occasionally. And even he's like, I don't know what's going on. But uh, I haven't talked to him in a few days. So definitely check out Locked on Wild if you want more. Because <laughs> I think that Seth does a great job. Over there, I think all of the Locked On hosts do a fantastic job. So, absolutely, head on over there, talk to, and listen to them. They're great. Uh, but don't forget about me at Locked On Flames. <laughs> and I know that y'all would never forget me. You guys are a pretty uh, loyal fan base here at Locked On Flames. And, of course, the Sea of Red is very passionate. But coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, Vladimir Tarasenko and just how that drama that kind of accusations just kind of cooled down and are non-existent at this point but first I'm going to talk to you about bet online AG bet online AG is the perfect place where you can start betting on all of your football teams and it's your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season Get all the updates on odds, props, contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Yes, that is your 100% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKED ON. And of course, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. And that is, of course, the uh, making a bet on Thursday's game against the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose your wager, you'll be refunded up to $25. For new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online AG, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of numbers, we need to talk about Stat Hero. Did you know? that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is that surprising, though? I feel like people sometimes, they just, you know, do their thing, like they auto-set it or they auto-draft 
whatever. And I think that daily fantasy sports are awesome. I think that they're so cool and it's wonderful to, you know, just kind of have that little outlet in your life and you are, you're in total control with Stat Hero and it is a daily fantasy sports and it's just the way it's meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That is unheard of. No one else is doing it like Stat Hero. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, and that's stathero.com slash locked on. Y'all, when the, uh, whatchamacallits were going on, the playoffs, and the cup finals were happening, you know, we heard a lot of rumblings of Jack Eichel wanting to be gone and him still needing surgery. And then, of course, uh, Tarasenko not trusting the team or the doctors anymore. And I kind of thought that things would be rolling by the time we got into camp. I really did. And camp is for the most part, like two, three weeks away. I'm pretty sure the flame, yeah, the Flames play their first uh, preseason game in, in like three weeks. So I feel like the trade talks for Tarasenko have just stopped. I think that, or at least the reports on them, because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But did people just forget that that was a thing? Because, you know, occasionally it like slips into my mind where I'm like, oh yeah, like I, I forgot about that. I read an article about that, and then this morning I was thinking about the St. Louis Blues, for whatever reason, and of course, was like, wait a second, Tarasenko, what's going on there? And there has been no movement, there has been nothing, I don't think he has, I don't think he needs another surgery, I think that he has just, uh, you know not really (laughs) um, trusted the team in case something happens again. And then, of course, you have the Jack Eichel situation, which overshadowed literally everything this offseason. And which is fine. I mean, obviously, like, he's a very talented player, and I think teams are in on him. I just think that it's a matter of answering to Buffalo's demands and kind of figuring out what they want because they're not going to get fleeced again but I also don't think that teams are going to want to pay someone like you know like a prospect and a roster player or whatever it may be for a guy who has to have like exploratory surgery not explored experimental surgery um if he was having exploratory surgery on his neck um I don't think he could ever play hockey again but anyways um I just watched too much Grey's Anatomy but Again, with Tarasenko, like, it just, it hasn't happened. Like, I don't know, I don't think a team would bring him in on a PTO by any means. I think that he should be brought in on, like, a one- or two-year deal right now, especially because of his shoulder and all the surgeries and injuries, but I don't know. I just think teams are kind of over taking risks, and I think that They understand that they're not going to overpay. They're not going to give up players for somebody who could just crumble at any moment. So I'm a little interested to see what happens in regards to 
that um I, I don't see I don't see it getting done so I but I also don't see him you know reporting to camp or anything until stuff gets done um I just I don't know I, I'm very curious to see what's going on to hear about what's going on but again Jack Eichel also still needs surgery haven't heard any rumors just when you think something's gonna happen it doesn't <laughs> but I'm just I'm very confused as to why you know St. Louis and Buffalo are just not listening to their players you know I think that it's time to just move on and they the players have obviously lost a lot of respect for team doctors and those in charge so it's time to go as Taylor Swift would say but I just uh I'm left scratching my head because I think that a lot of people are also in similar situations or have found themselves in situations like this where they don't trust the team doctors or the people making decisions and it's not made public but I wouldn't be surprised if from here on out we do hear about things that are a little more public um especially if it comes to the point where they are requesting a trade it honestly it wouldn't surprise me if you know players coming back from surgery kind of uh give us a piece of their mind on these situations I think that people are gonna ask about it I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it anyways but anyways um honestly my final thought on that is just I think your players health and well-being comes before a dollar that's just my opinion um I get it's a business but we have seen studies that have talked about head injuries and how uh, head trauma leads to depression, substance abuse, um, and unfortunately, acts of violence. And I would just hate to see more players experiencing that. And then, of course, you have to talk about the quality of life. Uh, I forget what, oh my gosh, it was one of the players on the Cowboys. He had um, such a severe injury that he, and he was in so much pain that he couldn't even get down on the, like, floor to play with his kids, and that's, that's heartbreaking to me, because I remember being a kid and just wanting to play with my parents, just wanting to, wanting them to sit on the floor and, you know, play cards with me, and I, Jack Eichel's young, he's younger than me, I'm pretty sure he's, like, 24, 25, but I, wish him nothing but the best. And same for Tarasenko. I think that regardless of their age and their talent, you know, players need to be looked at as human beings rather than pawns of a business. But coming up next, we are going to end the show with a little bit of uh, party talk, if you will, because someone got married this weekend and it looked like they had the time of their life so let's talk about it. But first, we're going to talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the world's best tasting protein bar, and I I can tell you exactly why they they're the best tasting. They taste like candy bars. They do not have that nasty, grainy taste that uh, you know you find protein bars have. You don't have to worry about uh, chewing forever. You don't have to worry about 
uh, it tasting bad because Built Bar has a variety of flavors that you can trust and count on. BuiltBar.com is an amazing place to check out your order today. So head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. Well, you guys know by now that Johnny Gaudreau and Meredith got married over the weekend and I could not be happier for them. I think um, it just looked like a blast. You know, um, pictures ended up on Reddit. I don't know how, but there were also pictures of uh, posted on Instagram from some of the players, um, his teammates, and of course, the... Uh, girlfriends or significant others of the players. Matthew Kachuk had his tie like all loosened up and I thought it was hysterical. He just looked like he was having so much fun. Sean Monahan was there. Um, Mangiapane was there. And I think someone else, but I'm just, I can't remember who off the top of my head. Um, Elias Lindholm is on his way to Calgary. Um, I thought I'd slide that in there. But people are like not taking jokes very well. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you have seen Gaudreau's uh, Instagram stories, but he is clearly like on a tropical island or something and he has the location, like the location tag set as Calgary, Alberta. And there are people online saying, he he's delusional. He's obviously not in Calgary. This is an Easter egg. He wants to be traded somewhere warm where he can be on a yacht and all of this stuff. Like just, I, ugh, stop. Okay. And then you have the people who are saying Meredith is a nurse in Philly. So that means that Johnny's going to leave and Johnny's going to go be a nurse and I mean, go be a nurse in Philly with her. Oh my god. He's going to go back home and play for the Flyers and it's just like I don't know if y'all know this, but you don't have to be a nurse in one city for your entire life. Um if you're changing states, all you have to do is like take a like register to get your nursing license in another state. My dad was a uh, registered in like three or four different states before he passed. <laughs> like you really don't have to do much now. I don't know what it would be like uh, in terms of going to Calgary or international or anything like that. But I'm sure it's not that different other than the fact that, uh, you know, the metric system. <laughs> I just, eh, people are all over the place and just are always looking for ridiculous reasons to harp on Johnny and to bully him and I've had enough and also uh Amber Karen uh brought up a good point that Johnny hasn't been home much these last few years of their relationship and they've made it work so why on earth would he like anyways I just I can't um I'm begging you all to kind of take a deep breath and relax maybe get off the internet for a day. Uh, It's a beautiful fall day here today, so (laughs) I will be doing some schoolwork outside. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for you today, so thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Flames. Hopefully next episode I will have a very exciting personal announcement to share with y'all, and I am looking forward to chatting with some more off-season 
nonsense? Is is it nonsense? <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye-bye.